0: hi welcome to the business success podcast with Carmen Hanif. and Carmen you are the um, uh, business Deve- development manager for the FSB for the whole of Devon now Devon's a big place
1: it really is <laughs> yeah.
0: so, so um, and how long have you been here in Devon
1: so I took the role on in March um, and it's been wonderful. It's such a great experience and meeting all the local businesses, meeting people like yourself, Jonathan, of course. Yeah, so. yeah of
0: course. That's that's a good one, <laughs> isn't it? But I mean, we've got something in common to the, uh, today because obviously, um, you know, you're the development manager for Devon. I'm sort of the area leader for uh, Plymouth for the FSB. Yeah. And um, obviously, when I step out of place, you tell me to hate myself don't you so you know so you know so I need I need a boss like you telling me what I can do and what I can't do for the benefit of businesses
1: to be fair Jonathan you are an excellent volunteer and I just wish we could replicate you because um no, nope, on a more serious side, you are an extremely involved volunteer, and you know your patch so well. And we really couldn't do our jobs if it wasn't for people like you.
0: Well, we need leaders like you to keep us on the on the right track, you know. So, <laughs> and that's good. But um, so FSB um, does a lot of good. You know, around ar- around the country, and obviously has an, a lot of influence in government, and and, um, and obviously for the SMEs. You know, um, I think the average um, the average size of a, of, of a, a member for the FSB is what? It's about eight, is it?
1: Yeah, but obviously we we get a lot of sole traders, um, we get a lot of self employed, um, and so I think what's really unique with the FSB is you know there's a lot of business advocacy groups out there. Um, but in terms of the FSB and the support that they, yeah. you know, provide and it being so intrinsic and specialized towards small businesses, yeah. I think that's what makes us really special.
0: Okay. And the thing is, I was I was amazed when it's they call them the Federation Small Businesses. And yet the size of that business can be up to two hundred and fifty yeah. employees, so that's a pretty large business, isn't it? That they support.
1: Yeah, and so, I think a lot of that comes down to you know what's kind of classified as a small business. Yeah. By HMRC, so it, yeah. and I think people don't realise really what what those figures could, can yeah. be like. But yeah, it's pretty yeah. significant.
0: So coming down to sort of Devon and so forth, have you how how's the sort of uh, the market been this year? Do you think for small businesses?
1: I think in general. You know, Devon is its tourism. Tourism has really struggled this yeah. year. A lot of it's to do with the cost of living crisis. You know, there's less visitors and there's less spend per head. But also businesses themselves are already struggling with a cost of doing business crisis. So when you combine the two, it's been somewhat lacklustre and a little bit depressing. Um, and I think, you know, the FSB, back in the summer, we did what was called the sunshine list, yeah. which were things that, local governments can do in order to be able to to help businesses to sustain themselves um and we've just going into autumn winter now we're expanding that into our Christmas list um and I think that that's really important I think if Devon has to diversify itself to make itself a year-round um tourism location and my biggest advice the biggest advice i can give to people is just go out and support small businesses i know everybody's struggling and um, you know there's definitely l- less money to spend but i myself you know i've always been a bargain hunter i love a good bargain of course. but m- haven't seen how catastrophic this yeah. year has been even i'm going out of my way yeah. to buy products from i mean i mean it's I, in fact a prime example is i went to the hairdressers recently they could told me to buy some shampoo and conditioner yeah. um, and I ordered it through them I know I could have bought that product cheaper online but if I don't support that small business it won't be there near time and Amazon's not going to give me a haircut yeah. so you know that's kind of the way I'm looking at things
0: yeah and I think it's really important it's like um, you know we all go into the supermarket but it's really good to look after the small butcher the grocery you know yeah um, um, and, and, and literally try and you know, the post office or whatever, you know, and just try and do more business locally for our High Streets? Because um, there's a, a report coming out, isn't there, that uh, the FSB on the High yeah. streets? Yeah,
1: so the the High Street is has got a lot of attention lately. Obviously, there's a lot of people that feel that the High Streets are, you know, just dwindling. Um, they're really frustrated that businesses aren't doing so well, and they're not. So um, what the FSB are doing at the moment is they're hosting um some roundtables and they're writing some reports around high streets and lots of local authorities are getting involved with that it's been super popular and at the same time you know i'm getting asked by a lot of councils to go on um high street committees and things like that and give kind of what the the small business side of things um and i think we Everybody really needs to appreciate what the high street brings. And you were saying before about butchers, you know, think about all them artisan businesses that we have, all them specialist areas, you know, things like cobblers and things like that, things that need to be passed on to the next generation. Because once them skill sets have gone, we won't get them back. Um, And high streets to me are, the heart of a community, you know. Yeah. There, people talk about high streets and the fact that it brings people together, but it's so much more than that. Where else can you go and get really good independent advice? Yeah. Um, you know, and and people are willing to give that freely on on with yeah. small businesses. So I think it's really imperative that everybody does. You know, you don't have to go overboard, but if you you're going to treat yourself, go and spend it. Yeah. And 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 actually, there's also been really interesting reports that have been done to show that for every pound that's spent locally the yeah. impact that that has in, in terms of um you know supporting the local economy for every pound spent in a local high street it has yeah. such a, a much more bigger impact than if you go and spend it at a big high street store or something like that
0: certainly i mean um um our family farm uh, we had a family farm in cornwall and um uh we had pedigree book and so forth and uh when i went into the food business um uh with the, with the, with a the national company and so forth I got my sales force to actually think differently about supporting local businesses about the red tractor and in actual fact, going into butchers and encourage them to use more local farmers, uh, to promote local produce and so forth. Um, and, um, and in actual, by doing that, we actually grew the sales quite significantly. It was a corporate company supporting local businesses, all right, educating the local economy to, you know, to sort of buy local food, yeah. you know, and, and that was amazing, you know, the amount of sales and so forth. And it's, it's just about taking time out and say, okay, well, I, you know, I can go and buy in bulk or I can go to a major store and it's easier for me and so forth. But, you know, if you're looking for quality and you're looking for service and you're looking for knowledge and if, for instance, I, I have to go back to the butchers because I had experience in farming and stuff like that. There's nothing better going into um, a butcher shop speaking to someone who actually knows and has a passion of what he's yeah. selling. And if it's just a few pence more, do you know what? It's worth it. And it's like going into a, um, I like cycling. It's like going in, into a bike shop. I'd rather pay a little bit more for a bike to know that it actually that bike is ideal for me and it's the right yeah. frame for me and it's going to deliver for me. And if I've got a problem, I've got someone I can speak to locally. And um, I think more local stuff is so important. I think certainly I know in Plymouth, um, there's a number of initiatives uh, to try and get people buy more locally yeah. and so forth. And that needs to be replicated, you know, around the country.
1: Oh, it's so important. And I'll tell you something else that I find really interesting is if you look at the demographics of who yeah. tends to use the high street, and certainly as I've got older, I... <laughs> you know that old. High street so much. <laughs> no, but I... I I really appreciate the high street so much more. You know, my son's generation, you know, they do a lot. My son now does a lot of stuff online. Yeah. And I think when that first became a bit of a phenomenon, I definitely jumped on board with that. But now I really value going in and feeling things and trying them on for size and speaking to people that know what yeah. they're talking about. And the thing is, if we don't put value in the high street now, it will be gone. And yeah. then you know what well.
0: and, and that really worries me because in actual fact the most important shoppers on the high street are women
1: yeah
0: and um, and if you don't give them that experience uh, we will lose the high street yeah. all right many a little bit lazy people like me <laughs> might only shop for clothes once a year you know and just do a bulk shopping go in the high street go in the morning get out got my stuff for a year but you know for women and so forth you know and you know they value uh, the experience of shopping and trying things on and so forth. Whereas when I go out shopping with my wife, I sort of say, right, it fits. It's good. It's, you know, and she said, well, let's try some other shops and have a look. And we always end up at the first shop, to be
1: honest. You know?
0: <laughs> and uh, But I've just wasted four hours looking at all the other shops. But, but I do feel that, um, you know, there is a real point that we have to support our, our high streets, yeah. you know, our local shops and so forth. Uh, you know, for the FSB, but the FSB has got a lot, um, a lot to offer for very little money input.
1: Oh, honestly, the services and, you know, full disclosure, I, when I had my small business, I didn't know about the FSB. No. And there were things that I came across, you know, I remember when I trademarked my business name, and yeah. I didn't, I thought nobody's ever going to want to steal my little business yeah, name. Yeah. And within a year, seven other businesses, I tried to use that name. Wow. And you know, I was a, a small business owner, I didn't have a ton of money to spend yeah. and I'm now facing having to get legal support and, you know, all of these small things that you don't even anticipate. Yeah. Usually when you're setting up a business, um, you know, dealing with HMRC, having to deal with employing staff. Yeah. And when I didn't come across the FSB until I became a business advisor. Yeah. And as soon as I found out about them, I think my first words were, why, where were you when I needed you, yeah, yeah. you know, and I've been a massive advocate. I was a yeah. massive advocate for the FSB as a business advisor because it just takes away all of the stress yeah. that is, you know, the thing is with business um, small business owners in particular, you know, and entrepreneurs, they have to wear so many hats, and they're so good at yeah. at being good enough. And you know, you can't be brilliant at everything. But I think what the FSB does is that's your big back office. You know, they're your legal team, your human resources yeah. team. They give you health support, you know, all of these things that for what you invest, you get the value back many I, times over. I, I
0: because running your own business uh, is really a lonely place, isn't it? Oh, and yeah. the FSB is actually they'll listen and they'll talk and they'll support and yeah. and that's how I see it really is that, um, uh, when I was farming, I never heard of the FSB, all yeah. right. And it was only when I came out of farming and, uh, helping the, you know, the family farm and stuff, like, I came out of that and started my own business. that so I met Anita Johnson and she yeah. told me about the FSB and I thought, whoa, someone's going to listen to me now. <laughs> if i got a problem, I can speak to someone. But it's also, it's, it's like having a family behind you, all right, of support and, and networking, and you can speak to people. And certainly when we do this sort of the FSB um, Devon Online um, um, meeting, networking meeting, um, which is the first Wednesday of the month, <laughs> if anybody wants to go <laughs> to it. buy your
1: good self there, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: if people want to come on that, it's great. Because um, although it's for Devon, We get people as far as Scotland, you know, Edinburgh, we get people in London and Kent, you know, Wales and um, uh, all over coming to join us. And I just find that amazing because in actual fact, it just makes us more sort of like, you know, unified. But also we're now listening to people who they've all got the same challenges, which is reassuring, of course, you know, but some of them have got actually different approaches to how they you know, face those challenges. And so it's really nice hearing from FSB members, you know, throughout the country, not just within Devon. Because yeah. Devon is important, obviously, but, you know, it's nice to hear, you know, other people's opinions as well.
1: Yeah, and, and we have to say, I mean... I just think that the FSB virtual networking, Devon is special but- yeah. um, That's your baby. <laughs> and yours. Um, but don't you think they are just the most amazing supportive atmospheres? I mean, that's it's got a really unique feel to the FSB networking. Yeah. They, I've just never come across such a supportive network. And the fact that people can come along, because I think especially with small business owners, a lot of the time, they're a little bit reluctant to network in the early days because they're not really sure what they're supposed to get out of it, how it's supposed to work. And to come along to something like the FSB networking and to have a really good introduction to it that's super friendly you know same like with the after business culture yeah, for example yeah, yeah. I mean you couldn't get a more casual but supportive group of people and um, I think that's what makes us really unique but I think that also goes hand in hand with the fact that we have we are small business centric so the fact that there's so many small business owners understanding the kind of challenges that yeah. other small business owners are, are facing just makes it a really unique But the the
0: other thing is it gives you credibility because if you're in a conversation with someone and uh, they say, do you know about um, maybe a state agent or someone who can handle mental health or someone who can actually, um, you know, uh, build a roof or someone who who, who could be a PA, you know, you say, well, actually, I was speaking to someone. And it actually gives you credibility who, you know, with whoever you're speaking to that you actually have this you know uh sort of like diary of people you know this whole you know sort of list of people they in actual fact well I could put you in touch with that person I could put you in touch with that person and it just makes it so much more engaging you know and uh, obviously it does you give you credibility with the person you're speaking to that in actual fact when they're asking for help you can say yeah actually I can help you but if I don't know We'll speak to Carmen, yeah, <laughs> and, and you'll know so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the interesting thing is, how many times do you have conversations with small business owners who are actually are FSB members and they'll tell you a problem? And we go, Actually, if you go and check, we've got that covered <laughs> because there's just so many services I that know. I think I don't think people can always wrap their head around how many services are on yeah. an offer. Yeah. But you know, I think following on from that, what makes my role really special to me is that I Obviously, I don't sell memberships as part of my role, but I support small businesses with things yeah. like advocacy, campaigning, yeah. um, signposting, and that's what makes my role really special. You know, I speak to MPs all the time, yeah. local counsellors, and to be able to take a small business, have somebody tell me what a problem is, and for yeah. me to be able to signpost them in the right yeah, direction, yeah. Th- that there's a really that's a good feel good factor that comes with that. And I really enjoy it. That's what keeps me passionate yeah. and get going every day. Um, so even when we hear the really, you know, because there's some depressing stories that come of out course. as well. And But, you know, b- to be able to give somebody a little bit of hope or a little yeah. bit of direction, you know, that makes all the difference. And that's that's what I think makes my role really special.
0: It is. And it's, um, it's very much a giving role as well, yeah. you know, and you're just hoping you're actually going to help someone because... Small businesses are important. It's the background, uh, the backbone of the country. You know, it's what drives the economy. You know, we're the most important part of the economy, you know. Um, But quite often we get forgotten about and um, uh, which shouldn't happen in in actual fact. But the FSB is actually is an ear. All right. They will listen and they will support and they will help. And the good thing is by getting in there and knowing a load of people, uh, someone's always a phone call away yeah uh, which is good but i've got to sort of ask you this question before i let you go <laughs> all right because okay. uh, you come into devon and we love devon and so forth you know <laughs> what do you do for fun now you come into devon what's it was
1: oh so i'm just a, a big animal lover so oh, yeah. i big animal lover so i, I Back in Manchester, I always volunteered animal rescues, so I need to find some locally oh, right. um, that I can get involved with. But honestly, at this at this point, I am just obsessed with traveling everywhere yeah. um, across the southwest. It's all new. To Is me. that if
0: you got the orange car? I have. Oh, I knew that was yours. <laughs> my wife, my wife's got an orange car as well, and uh, yeah. And the, the great thing about those orange cars, you can park in their car park. You know exactly where they are because they stick out like a like a rainbow, don't they? They're, they're, they're fantastic.
1: uh, I wasn't I wasn't too sure on the colour when I first saw it to be honest and it but it grew on me but um yeah now you've actually said that it is a good point so now I'm going to appreciate it I never lose my wife's car
0: she's got exactly (laughs) the same colour not the same car but exactly the same colour and and initially we thought is that the right colour but in actual fact it's become an asset you yeah. know, to find, but back to, so you yeah. like you like working with sort of animals and stuff like
1: that? Um, yeah, in my own time, and and then as well, you know, I've always, I mean, it's really hard when you're involved with entrepreneurism not to walk around and always <laughs> be kind of checking out. Yeah. And I, I'll tell you what's really interesting as well is from that perspective, when I am traveling around, it's just getting to know, you know, Devon is so diverse. Huge.
0: It's a huge county.
1: So diverse. And everywhere has its, you know, its own little quirks and its own specialisms and it makes it really unique. So yeah. I just love getting out and trying to find. And everywhere I go, I always speak to business owners, even on the weekend, because ju- that's just my nature. I just right. think that small business owners, you need to know something about an area, that's who you go and speak to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, between um, kind of travelling around and... and going to get into paddle boarding. I keep saying oh, yeah. it. I am going to. You have really? to do something more based when you are Oh, you
0: do. You're definitely down <laughs> here. Yeah, I, It's really popular. It's the one thing I've yeah. not. I've done windsurfing. I've done surfing. I do uh, sea swimming a lot. Uh, paddle boarding. I haven't tried it yet. So like, I think I will like we'll have to We'll have to do
1: it, it together, yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I'll probably spend most of my time falling off and say, forget this, I'll swim. Well, you'll you make know? me feel
1: better because I'll, I'll probably be doing the yeah, same. yeah. It's,
0: it's certainly very popular on, on Plymouth Hone and, uh, yeah. and, uh, and also Devils Point, you know, at Farstone Bay. I see a lot of paddle boarders out there. Yeah. And uh, no, it'd be really good. But no, so it's been really good having you ah, here thank today. thank you, Jonathan. It's and been nice a pleasure. To, yeah, really pleased. And learning a little bit more about FSB and also, you know, um, your new new leadership in, in Devon as well, you know, uh, as the development manager, which is really cool. So thank you very much, Carmen, for thank coming you. on the, the podcast. And um, we will be working with each other in the future. So it's not like goodbye, <laughs> is it? Like, I think we'll
1: probably see you in the next week. Yeah,
0: a regular contact. So, um, yeah, no. So, yeah, speak to you soon. Yeah, thank All you, right, Thank you then. very much. Cheers, then. Bye.